Hey guys, before we start the episode, which we do have a hell of an episode today, I do want to let you know that my Seattle shows all sold out. So if you're planning on coming to the Seattle shows, I'm so sorry, but you're lucky because May 5th, I'm in Bremerton, Washington, and May 6th, I'm in Everett, Washington, so you can still get tickets for those. After that, I'm in Oklahoma City, May 13th and 14th. I'm in New York City, May 19th, 20th, 21st. Get your tickets for those. Those are flying out the door. I'm in Buffalo, New York, June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, and I'm in Philly, June 9th, 10th, and 11th, and pretty soon here. Stay tuned. Get your tickets. Mr. D times three dot com. And here's another episode of the Social Studies Podcast. Hello, socialites, and welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast, the podcast where I'm studying being social by being social. Um, If you're listening right now, you should probably know that all of the episodes of both Social Studies and Let's Watch TV Forevermore will also be on YouTube. So if you're more of a watcher, you can do that. And if you are watching, I do need you to know that, yes, I look alarmingly straight, but as a wise librarian once told me, Never judge a book by its cover. So here we are. Welcome to YouTube. I'm glad I'm glad to have you, babe. I'm glad to have you here. Been a week, been a wild week. I just got off tour. I was in Vancouver, Washington, Washington. No, I was in Vancouver, British Columbia, but that's actually a lie. I was in New Westminster. Now, all y'all Canadians were up in my DMs 100% and you were typing to me like, actually, you're in New West because I was calling it Vancouver. And at first I was kind of like, okay, I don't know if they are right, but I'm going to still call it Vancouver because it sounds like that. Y'all, Vancouver is about 45 minutes away from New Westminster and I'm over here calling it the same thing. Not true. Very far. And they have a different aesthetic. I took a little um, trip to Vancouver and thought I could walk home. That's how close I thought I was. No, no, babe, you cannot walk home. I ended up on what's called Hastings Street. I don't know if that means anything to you, but the Vancouver people right now are probably shaking in their boots for me. Hastings Street is a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot of a lot. Okay. It is two sides of the road for miles with just some questionable ass shit going on. It looked like, you know, a screamo concert got out and just the fans were lining the street. I was like, that man uh, looks like he could be on something. He probably is considering there's a needle hanging from his arm and I'm pretty sure he didn't self-vaccinate himself. That man has a hatchet and I don't think you should have that hatchet. So I need to get on out of here. This woman stopped me. And she goes, getting a little wet out here, ain't it, boys? And I looked at her and I just said in her face, because I didn't know what to say, I just go, oh, you're a prostitute. <laughs> I just, it, it was a lot to take in. But I survived. The new, the new Westminster shows were great. Got a huge Canadian fan base. You guys basically show, sold out all those shows. Um, Incredible. Thanks for coming out, Canadians. I love you guys. You guys tried to make me eat beaver tails. I don't think I do any 
form of beaver. Now you know. And um, it was cool. The theater we were in, you guys were at the show. You, I don't know if you know this or not. The theater that we were in is actually haunted, like legit haunted. And okay, so I was hearing like murmurs that it's haunted. And at first I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily prescribe to that type of bullshit until it happens to me. And then I'm like, you should probably cast me on Ghost Hunters. Like, that's where I'm at. I was hearing, like, different stories from different staff members. And then this is, I'm not bullshitting, by the way, you guys. This is, like, 100% real. The, there's, so the green room is back behind the stage. And then you got to, like, walk up this little staircase. And then there's kind of, like, a, a second living room up there with a bathroom. And the light doesn't work in the bathroom. So you got to leave the door open. Welcome to the world of comedy clubs, everybody. You, you, you never know what you're going to get. Anyway, I went up to use the bathroom and the sink was full on, both handles, full on. There's like nobody else up there. And it's loud enough to where I'm like, if somebody was peeing and they left the water going, they would know that they left it on. They would hear it to remind themselves to shut it off. So I went downstairs and the um, my opener was there. And I was like, dude, did you go to the bathroom? And he's like, I did. I go, be honest, did you wash your hands? He goes, honestly, I didn't wash my hands. Who turned on the water? Who turned on the water? A ghost? I'm pretty sure it was a ghost. And then after my show, I got off stage. There's nobody backstage, not a soul. I went back in the green room. The door was open leading up to that upstairs platform spot. And I hear little chitter chatter, tickety talkity, wickety wockety going off. I thought maybe someone was just like scroll. It sounded like somebody like in the room next to me was kind of scrolling through TikTok, just watching videos aimlessly. That's what it sounded like. Went up there, not a person, not a soul. Everyone was like, hello, no one. Nobody was in there except for me. But here's the thing. I didn't get a, we, I didn't feel endangered or bad or scared. I was still very calm, which is very unlike me because when this shit happens, you guys, when I'm at my parents' house, if I have to go in the basement to put something down there, I turn off the lights and I run up the stairs like a baby back bitch. Like I run up the stairs like there is a man who's been living in my basement for the past 12 years. And he has a chainsaw and he's after me. Like I book it up those stairs because I am what? Afraid. That's me. But all this ghost shit starts happening and I'm feeling calm. I'm feeling good. I'm like, okay, this is wild. Then they tell me that the place is so haunted that there's this YouTube channel that's basically like ghost hunters of YouTube that are very, very popular and they were coming into film the next evening. I'm like, this place is super haunted. This is crazy. Crazy. I told them to call me for a testimonial. They never did. I'm pissed. But when I find the YouTube video, I will link it so we can watch it because I guarantee they find some shit. Vancouver or New West. Great crowd. Yo, you guys turned up at every single one of the shows. Let me tell you what, if you're a dirty teacher, come to the late shows. Late shows have been getting wild. If you like a little, not even if you're a teacher. Oh, 
that's another thing. Let's just let my ADHD spiral. So many non-teachers at the shows now. Tables and tables and tables of non-teachers. Y'all are just into what I'm doing. And I'm into that. So thank you for coming, especially the non-teachers. Because it's the non-teachers who are going to make change for education. Because if you know, teachers don't make decisions. We just have our hands tied behind our back. It's non-teachers that make the decisions in education. So if you come to my show, just know I'm using comedy as the vessel for change. Laugh at everything I'm telling you and then go home. Think about how messed up that is and do better by education. I digress. Crowds and crowds and crowds of people. Every audience, amazing. Late shows sometimes are like pulling teeth because I get it. It's a Friday. You get out of work. Then you go out with your friends. You have a few drinks and then you get to the show. You might be a little tired. Sometimes it's like pulling teeth. But y'all were down to turn up. And I was feeding off that energy. I was feeding up that energy so much that I legit, I left, I like, left my set list completely and I just went completely unhinged and was just spitballing with you guys. If you guys came to the shows, the first like 20, 25 minutes of every show in New West last weekend was raw, just organic talking because I was having that much fun with y'all. Hope you're having fun with me. It was a lot of fun. At the late show on Saturday, I think, there was this... um. A principal was at the show and all of a sudden everyone was like booing him. And then, and then, uh, you can go on my Instagram. I posted this, by the way, he, I was like, no, we're not going to boo him. We're going to do restorative justice with him. And I made him get up on stage with me. And then I was like, we're going to have a dance off. You need to do all the dance moves that I do. And I go, DJ, play my neck, my back by Kaya, which if you don't know that song, it goes my neck, my back, my Puswacha in my back. All right. And uh, this principal was such a good sport. Such a good sport. His name's Grant. Grant, if you're listening, have had a great time with you, bud. We need more principals like that with a sense of humor who can lighten up a little bit and aren't so like with the observations and the blah, 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 blah. We've been through enough over the past two years. Lighten up. I got some more to get into. I was, t- I was, um, I was subbing in kindergarten last week. Got some wildness to tell you, but let's cut to a commercial real quick. Kindergarten is next level. As I've said this over and over again, every, every day is a surprise. You legit never know what's going to happen. I was doing reading with the kids. Reading is my specialty. It just comes so naturally. I was reading with the kids and I had, we were doing like chunking and blending and I had this girl chunking a word out. She was one of the higher readers and the word was little. And I was going, little. And then she'd go, little. I'm like, what is it? And she goes, is it titties? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. What do you do in that moment? I personally have to pull one of the like, like dying laughing. No, it's not titties. Let's try again. I she goes, little, is it little titties? No, <laughs> it's not. 
It's not little titties. I assure you, the word is not little titties. It's just little. I thought that this was done. I, I truly thought that this was done. The next kid, we were working on three letter words, right? His word, this is true, everyone, okay? Working on three letter words. You know this has happened to you, okay? Chunking it up. The word is cut. I'm chunking it up with him. He's going, cut, cut. It's cunt. Nope, it's not. I, 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 would, I wouldn't, I know for a friggin' fact that that's not what it is. So, you know what? We need to back this train up in kindergarten town because y'all have some foul-ass mouths for being five years old. Another kid comes in, okay? Now, I haven't met this kid yet because he was on... You could still, at this point in the year when I was doing it, you could still option to do remote teaching. Like, if they wanted to be remote, they had that option still. He was remote during COVID exposure all the times that I had been in this class before. So never met him. And he comes in and has this huge sticky note right on his planner that says, it's written by his mom, and it says, I can only talk about Star Wars at recess and at home. And immediately I'm like, oh shit. Now I'm in a world of heat for this one, right? Because First of all, right off the bat, I know that this kid is beyond obsessed with Star Wars and I'm not going to get him invested in any of this learning unless we somehow get it Star Wars themed. Second of all, I don't know shit about Star Wars. Y'all are going to hate me. Y'all are going to come for me in the comments. I trust me. I get it. I, I don't think I've watched any of the Star Wars movies like in full. It's I, I'm not hating on it. But. I got to be honest with you, fantasy stuff takes me a little bit of a hard time to get into. To each their own. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying nothing. I do know, Luke, I am your father. And I also know that Princess Leia had Cinnabons on the side of her head. And there's another person named Java the Hutt who looks like my dog's diarrhea that's facts and that's about it that's like where i'm at all right the kid's going throughout the whole day and i'm not hearing anything about star wars so i'm like i think we're good the parents did their job they set him up for success here we go he raises his hand when we were doing science and i'm like great he's earned it let's call on him raises his hand he goes kylo ren's on the dark side i'm like okay no. And from there, it was a lost cause. Every single word was Star Wars, everything. And I can't keep up. Then he realizes that I know nothing about Star Wars. So he is flabbergasted. He goes, you've never, he goes, you've never seen Star Wars. How old are you? 20? I'm like, actually, I appreciate that one. But no, couldn't let it go. So he needed to just tell me everything about Star Wars. And I kept being like, okay, not now. Okay, not now. Okay, not now. Then I remembered something. I'm just the sub. None of this matters. I'm leaving at the end of the day. I can't get this kid to stop talking about Star Wars. So then I was just like, yeah, tell me more. Tell me more. I learned about, Blake, what's that guy's name in Star Wars? He looks like an alien. Job, Joe. No, 
Jar Jar, Jar Jar Binks told me all about Jar Jar Binks. I was like, cool. That sounds good. Oh, Baby Yoda. He's obsessed with Baby Yoda. That was, what is, do you watch Star Wars, Blake? What is Baby Yoda? What is Yoda? Just an older, like, I know he's a weird looking, like, E.T. E scrote looking ass dude. Then what's the Baby Yoda? Because he was just going out on how cute Baby Yoda is, which he is cute. But not Yoda. He's like Yoda's baby. Oh, that's weird. But is he a baby or is he still an old person? All right, because I was over here like, are all these babies born with Benjamin Button syndrome? Like, they are looking all sorts of crazy. Anyway, just let it go. Why? Because I don't care. I love it. This job's too hard. The, when you're a sub, y'all, the name of the game is survive. It doesn't matter. It, okay? It doesn't matter. Any teach and guilty too. Any teacher that puts down sub plans and expects the sub to just like get through the, I'll say this, leave your subs bullet points and just be like, do this worksheet, read them this book, here it is, let's go on. You should not expect your subs to teach full lessons. If you do, I'm sorry, You've, you lost me. Because every class in this country knows that this is an opportunity to get away with some shit. And their kids, they're going to get away with some shit. They're going to do it. These five-year-olds are pulling the wool over my eyes left and right, giving me fake-ass rules. I knew that they were fake rules because I knew that they were not allowed to go into the syrup drawer. Why there was a syrup drawer is beyond me. But they were like, we can go in the syrup drawer. We're allowed to get syrup for our lunch. I'm like, sure, go for it. They got syrup on everything, like turkey sandwich with syrup. I'm like, this is gross. Cucumbers with syrup, syrup in their hair, syrup, syrup. I'm like, this is, welcome to the syrup festival. This is Canada now, apparently. I don't know, but they're just gonna go for it. My job as a sub is to not disturb the peace and to make sure nobody dies. And that's what's up. But a lot of teachers get pissed when you can't like keep it on lock. I'm gonna try my best, but if you give me like a full lesson to teach, Girl, I get there at eight o'clock. The bell rings at 810. You think I'm going to like learn how to cross multiply fractions in that amount of time and then be able to teach it for real, for real? Uh, no. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, it's not. Be realistic with your expectations. Quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Okay. Also, how about this? I posted a video on, on YouTube. And well, no, not on YouTube, on Instagram and on, oh yeah, on YouTube and Facebook. And it was all about like fidgets in the classroom and how they're terrible. I have people coming for me, coming for me, coming for me. Listen, people are over here. First of all, the world has forgotten how to talk to people. People think that because you have the safety of a screen and a keyboard, you can talk to a stranger however you want. Not true. Check yourself before you come at me the wrong way because I am not the one. And second of all, where did you think that, first of all, you're the only right opinion? You're not. My opinion with the video is that fidgets can be terrible. But I straight up said in the video, fidgets are not for everyone meaning that they are for someone. And I even went on to talk about, and if you guys don't know what fidgets are, if you're not a teacher, little, they're friggin' toys. Most of them are toys that are produced in the masses. 
everywhere. And they're given this mask of being a tool for learning. It's not a tool for learning if you can just pick one up at Target and like every kid gets one. Okay, call it what it is. They can be terrible when every kid gets a hold of it. But people are in my comments like, this is the most ableist thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm like, if this is the most ableist thing you've ever heard, you need to get out of your little bubble because I don't know what uh, what part of Pleasant Town you're living in, but this is nothing. But what I, people will just attack because they're triggered and they think they have the right to just like search, seek and destroy. Not true. If you watch the video, you hear me straight up say that I make a comparison. I say, teach, like you would never stick a kid in a kitchen and just say cook because they would hurt themselves. They burn themselves. They might die. It's the same with fidgets. You can't just give fidgets to a bunch of kids and say, use it. You got to set up the tools. You got to set up the expectations, the rules. They have to know how to learn, use it. Every kid needs to know how to use it. Even if it's in your IEP, you still need to learn times where it is appropriate to regulate with it and times not. That's how the world goes, baby. And when every kid, okay, even too, when every kid has a fidget, it depletes the success of the actual fidget because there are teachers who won't even think of it. They'll just ban them all together, right? Well, that does a disservice to the kids who actually need it. Never in the video ever did I say, get rid of these, take them out. No one used them, none of that. But people are acting like I'm friggin' Saddam Hussein coming over here trying to lay down the law like a straight-up dictator. Like, cool it. Cool it. Someone else was like, oh, so only the kids, only the neurodivergent kids get fidgets? So then everyone knows who they are? Um, you're not getting a fidget if you don't need the fidget. Because if it is a tool for learning, not everyone gets it. That's just how the world works. Got it? <laughs> Thank you. But what drives me friggin' nuts is these people who come into the comments and they're like, as a this, or as a that, or as a blah, 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 and they're acting like they are Dr. Lichtenschflichtenfarthole from Harvard who has all this research. I, I'm sorry. Just because you think that you're right does not give you the right to talk to any person like that. You don't just like attack. So uh, thank you very much. Not dealing with it. Not dealing with it. Hey. You guys, just a short episode for you this week. I love you. Thanks so much for being here. If you like it, if you listen to the podcast, if you're into it, subscribe. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow it, or wherever you listen to it. If you're on YouTube, follow the page. Um, I'm not saying that my special might be on YouTube. <gasps> what? But I am saying... As the following goes up, the more likely that is to happen. So if you could subscribe, I'd appreciate. I'm going to give a quick shout out to our newest Patreon members. Patreons, how we keep the podcast going, y'all. You get tons of bonus content in there and some perks too. Like I'm going back on tour in the fall. Patreon members get access to tour locations first before the general public. That's a huge one. Tons of bonus content of both social studies and let's watch TV all in there for you can also write in there. That's where we take our Wild Story Wednesdays whenever we do that. So become a Patreon member if you can support the podcast. Keep us on the air. Want to give a special shout out to Danielle Heinlein, Laura Osterman, 
Alexandra Keith, Kisser Suits, Sarah, and Ellie Murphy. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Social Studies Podcast. I love each and every one of you. Hey, listen, get a good laugh in this week. Why? Because you deserve it. And laughter is the best medicine. I love you so much. And we'll see you next week. Bye.